0: Check, 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 check. Checking check, one,
1: check. two, good morning, everybody. It's Oh, the... we're starting, okay. Good morning, everybody. It's the See Where It Goes podcast. Boom 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 boom
0: bum. Are you fl- I don't think you're actually plugging that string, are you?
1: Boom I am.
0: Oh bum,
1: okay. Bum 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 bum. Hi Brian. Hi, Bridget. What are you doing?
0: I'm sitting here on the computer. Yeah. Checking the levels okay yeah
1: our dog maggie's on the bed she's on a fancy pillow yeah she looks like a princess usually we don't let her on the bed but
0: maybe maggie's we're bed. getting
1: we got a new vacuum cleaner so maggie's now we bed. get to suck up all the hair
0: she's funny i just had maggie's bed her ears went up and she her eyeballs went to her bed
1: they say i'm very smart yeah i very smart but i'm on the big bed dad yeah yeah, she's on the big bed. She's on a fancy pillow. She's quite content there. And yeah, we just, we got up. Well, I woke up at, well, I woke up at five, but then I went back to sleep until 6.30. And then I went down and got coffee. And um, yeah, I was reading and doing some learning this morning. Yeah. What are you doing, Brian? Brian's going through a book there. What book is that?
0: It's uh, the selected poems of uh, and writings of William Butler Yeats.
1: William But, who is that? He's Tell a us.
0: poet from um, also from Sandy Mount, where I'm from in Dublin. Okay. And um, well, I've been starting to want to read some of his stuff. I'd always wanted to read his stuff, but okay. uh, and I I'm looking for a poem I read to you last night that you weren't really into, but I thought it was it reminded me of you. And I looked at it, and um, I think he wrote it about a woman he pursued for thirty years. And yeah. I was looking at your young face in the wedding picture there. Oh, okay. Can I read a section of it?
1: By all means. By all means.
0: When you are old and gray and full of sleep and nodding by the fire, take down this book and slowly read and dream of the soft look your eyes once had and of their shadows deep. How many loved your moments of glad grace and loved your beauty with love, false or true, but one man loved the pilgrim soul in you, and loved the sorrows of your changing face. There nice. you go. I thought that was nice because when you're getting old, nice that, that can be Although, my poem to do you. Do you realize
1: in the beginning he point? He says that she's old, right? And yeah. She's sitting in a chair. Yeah. And she's falling asleep. Right. But then he asks her to get up and go get a book.
0: Oh well, I'm assuming it's go- in within reach. Oh, it's within. Maybe reach. it's a book of his poems, okay. but I thought it was nice. I love that one man loved the, the pilgrim soul. In so her. he
1: must be already dead. He can't get the book for her.
0: Maybe. Well, I, yeah, I don't think. Well, I have a feeling that um, he pursued her for thirty years, and then yeah. he married someone else. My oh, guess is she married someone else, and oh. he lost her forever. Oh, unrequited but he, but, but, love. But he's saying that I'll be, I'll, I'll always be that one guy who loved you the most. I don't okay. know. I'm So, are you
1: that romantic to read that poem to me? Yes, I am. You are.
0: Why are you, the way you look like you doubt that?
1: Well, I mean, you're, you're a little bit romantic. Yeah. I mean, you're not without romance. Like, is
0: that not tan so romantic that when you're... Like, it's a future poem of, of thinking of you when you're really old and wrinkled. Is that romantic?
1: Yeah, I think that's romantic. I think it is. Yeah. I mean, I do want to grow old with you. Yeah. Because I think it would be terrible to be without you... And to be going into my later years alone, because I don't want to be with anybody else at all,
0: Thanks. ever. Yeah.
1: Um. <clears throat> so. So yeah, I mean. Yeah.
0: All right. Go I ahead. steered us off left turn there when I looked behind <clears throat> your head.
1: I don't. There was no turn.
0: There is no turn. It's see where it goes.
1: Yeah, there is no turn, Brian.
0: Is there anything? Did you make any notes you'd like to talk about?
1: I made some notes. Yes. Well, how was your week first or the past two weeks? We haven't.
0: I get I I sent out a little podcast and then I just I retracted it because.
1: OK, well, you can send it out again if you want. Didn't
0: have your permission. So I t- if people listen to that, I've already I already talked about that. But if you didn't, um, I was in a coaching class that I enjoyed very much. And I'm not going to look at my notes and see what I remember. But wait, we,
1: wait I have an idea. Yes. Why don't When you're editing this, why don't you put in your little 10 minutes at the top? Can you do that?
0: Um, uh, I don't know if I can because I recorded it through directly through the PodBeam app
1: oh I gotcha
0: so I think it has to sit as it'll sit as a bonus
1: right so you could release that
0: why don't I do that I'll talk yeah I'll do that I talked a little little about it so So then
1: talk about just this week then instead of the week just this week
0: yes Uh, went back to work and that's all I want to say about that it was uh, you know no that's not all I want to say about that Went back to work but we had a friend a co- one of our coaches from Hawaii was in town so we all got together for dinner outside at a restaurant on a, on a Tuesday night and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. We had a really good time just sitting around talking and I realized that's a big part of why I would want to remain with this company is to continue those. But I hope if even if yeah, I left I hope cool. I could still continue so that was nice. And then Wednesday night uh, Callum and I went out I bought a new scooter, electric scooter, which is like um, mm-hmm. the, the kids have. And I've been having a lot of fun that. It goes really fast to, to the point where it's a little, you got to slow it down a bit. Because if you hit a pothole at that speed, you're and in trouble. And
1: I'm really concerned my husband is going to get into an accident. Because yeah. he's not a very cautious individual.
0: But I did feel it was a pretty inexpensive midlife crisis gift to myself. Because some, some guys my age would get a red sports car.
1: Which is so stupid, by the way.
0: Well, I mean, I, you know, I don't it's know if it's so- stupid.
1: Well, is it, don't you I think mind, it's I weird when you a, see like a 50-year-old man doing something that you know he's doing because he feels like he's getting old?
0: Uh, and I'm not
1: saying that you're doing that with the scooter. Oh, no, well, I totally I'm am not, doing
0: that. And that's what people right, probably think well, about me. They're probably thinking, look at that idiot on a scooter. He's, he's with a gray beard. Yeah,
1: but everyone does it in cities. Everyone. Yeah. And if you're in a city and it's like you're trying to get around, yeah, then yes. it just makes sense. It's faster than a bus.
0: It is. It's cheaper and
1: cheaper than a car.
0: So yeah. you
1: and I don't want to buy a, a second car right now.
0: Yeah. So it's been fun, you know, because we live not far from the city center. So it's kind of fun to get down there. And yeah, it's amazing how I many people don't enjoy see you. It. I, I do enjoy it. You so that's do fun. Enjoy it. So I rented one in Callum. It was a surprise. We took the car. I had it in the back. He didn't see it. We got to Blue Star, and then I took it out. And he got on. He got on mine because I didn't mm-hmm. want him on the rented one because there's an agreement that. You're 18. Right. But on mine, it's fine. So we flew down the south end of the river, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Turned back, went to Künstler Brewing Company, German restaurant. So that was nice. He, mm-hmm. he was surprised by that. And um, it's always nice to surprise your kids with things, you know. It makes yeah. good memories. And then you know, yeah. like Thursday night, I went out again, had two beers. I had a lot of beers this week. And, and we were
1: counting all Brian's alcoholic beverages this week. This week,
0: I had one bourbon... Three margaritas, one Budweiser, two Oktoberfest, and one pale ale.
1: And you know you could get all of, fatty in four liver hours. From of, no, that was that, that was over, that was the
0: whole over the whole week. But um, that was, but it was very enjoyable. Anyway, the, so I went out again with the work crowd on um, Thursday night after. It was a hard week because we do this thing called program increment planning, where mm-hmm. it's a big event that goes on for a few days, and it's it can be stressful, but. Um, that's it. Did my coaching class yesterday, mm-hmm. and then read some Yates, and I'm trying to get cultured. And I read the first paragraph of the Odyssey, and I don't think I'm going to continue. My, an, f- my friend I'll Mark, just say my friend it. Mark, I know Mark suggested it.
1: Like that book, but I think it's terrible. Yeah. Who in their right mind would want to read the Odyssey? Yeah. I know some people like it, but I just, God, really. Here's the thing, we talked about this briefly last night. There are certain things in life that you think you're supposed to like or you think you're supposed to read because they have like a reputation of being like, of they're important, Yeah, they were written by really smart people, they're part of our history. But at the end of the day, it's like, do you, are some of these things getting credit for being really outstanding and they're actually not? I don't know.
0: So what are some things, I question to you and to you out there, what are some things, what is a good way for people to, well, people know how to reach out to us, right?
1: Yeah, they can text me, they can email, they can also write us a review. Because the more, I think we have two reviews now. Oh, we do? Yeah. But if we get more reviews, then we'll be, I think it makes people, makes it easier for other listeners to find us.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So what? There's the question to everyone. What are classical or things that you you should like but you really don't? And you if you were at a party, should like if you if you were at a party, you would might be a little hesitant to say that's shite.
1: Right, that you don't like it. Well, I mean, for me, you know, so many people like jazz. Yeah. I mean, I like I like jazz standards like Billie Holiday. Yeah. Or. Uh, Duke Ellington, Coltrane, some of their stuff, not all of their stuff, but for the most part, I really don't like jazz at all. And you know, I a mo- lot of I people was moving the mic, sorry. love jazz and talk about jazz a lot, and so therefore you think kind of like you should like it, but I just don't. Yeah, I just can't. I try. I'll like turn it on, and I'll I'll get like a jazz Spotify station. And I keep thinking one day maybe it will click and I'll like jazz, but I just don't. Yeah. And I'm not embarrassed to say it. I'm just not a jazz fan or a Beatles fan. I don't like the Beatles. I don't like
0: the Beatles either. Now there are, there's a few songs here and there I'll come across, and it's like here comes the sun, dee 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 dee. It's like, that's a good song. There's yeah, so-
1: I mean there's a few that I like, but I mean overall.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't see what the big deal was.
0: No, I agree. Uh, Guinness. Oh no, let me stay with. Let's stay with music for a minute. Okay. Opera. Opera. Maybe. Don't I, like maybe it. I just don't. A little know, bit. Know I like classical it. music. It's all right.
1: Well, I like classical music like a classical. lot more. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. But I mean, there are some really great pieces of classical music that I like. But am I drawn to listen to it like all the time?
0: Yeah. How about? Not really. Okay. Poetry and literature. How about there?
1: Poetry. I, now I loved poetry. I I would write poetry when I was a kid. Yeah. But I wasn't reading poetry. I don't think I was anyway. Or, well, I think in elementary school or junior high, we read some poetry in English.
0: Yeah. Okay, what's the worst poet you've ever read? What's a poet that everyone loves that you're like, whatever? I don't even know. Yeah. Do you like I Shakespeare?
1: Really, I, uh, I like Romeo and Juliet and Mid, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, but that's... Pretty much it shakespeare's another thing i could i could do without you could
0: do without what about uh any classic fiction writers that everyone talks about
1: uh i don't know
0: uh, dickens people talk about him. i love or? dickens yeah
1: i haven't read all of dickens but i love dickens but i don't oh my gosh i wish i could remember the book by dickens no it wasn't dickens it was another well-known american author i know dickens was an american but and he received all of this acclaim and I tried to read this book and it was really terrible. But poetry, I really have tried with poetry, and I'm just find that there's way more bad poetry out there than good poetry. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And my favorite poem is by I forget the guy's name, but it's called Barefoot Boy.
0: Your favorite poem?
1: Yeah, my favorite poem is called Barefoot Boy. I
0: don't, I don't think I knew that.
1: And um, it's a very beautiful poem, and well-written, but um, I, mean, I could look it look it up. But that's how I feel about poetry.
0: Yeah. Well, um, what
1: about you, Brian?
0: How about food? What's food you're supposed to like, but you just couldn't care less about? Cav- yeah. Caviar is mine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of like caviar.
0: If I found that, like, if but that I was, know. yeah, if, if it, it's expensive though, and it's yeah, maybe okay. Champagne, hate I it.
1: hate champagne.
0: Can't stand it. French Chocolate wine, chocolate-covered <laughs>
1: strawberries. Don't like them.
0: French champ, French wine. I've only had we had that ninety-dollar bottle of wine. It might have been yeah. five dollars. Okay, um beer. Uh, IPAs oh, can't Guinness. stand them.
1: We were talking about Guinness. Okay,
0: I wouldn't like Guinness only for I did. I did force myself to like it.
1: No, if we were in a craft brewery. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And someone were to say, "Oh, I have this amazing new craft beer that you have to try," and it was Guinness. Yeah. Would you like it?
0: I probably wouldn't. In fact, if I was in the Guinness brewery, uh huh, and they gave me left-hand nitro stout from Boulder, yeah, I would prefer that.
1: Right. Well, left hand is a couple steps up from Guinness. Yeah. But then Big Bad Baptist. Oh, that's solid. Now, that's a beer.
0: Well, see, Arthur Guinness never would have gone for that. He purposely picked Guinness because there was a drinking problem, I think. They were drinking spirits. Oh. You know, you know the right. hard liquor. Hard liquor, color? yeah. Spirits. And uh, I think he came up He came up with the Guinness thing because it filled you up. Yeah. And the alcohol level was like, th- maybe it's 4%. Oh, good. So well, you that's can drink. good. I mean, I drank seven pints of it when I was 17 and I was okay. Wow. It's a lot.
1: Well, was that over a long period of time? Or oh, yeah, just I mean, a I, few hours? I, I was
0: being driven home. It was over a whole night in... Where was that? People Westport? drove
1: you home? I thought you walked home.
0: This is in the west of Ireland, so oh, we okay. had to drive. My cousin drove, I think. Um, Yeah, I was at a dance. What was the name of that place? Guinness is kind of... That was a fun dance place Kind in of the an
1: empty tasting beer.
0: It is now. So, how did I get on to that?
1: We're talking about oh, so he wouldn't have, like.
0: He wouldn't have done Big back. Big Bad Bath is 12%.
1: I know. You really have to Uber if you're going to drink Big Big Bed Baptist or that drink it at been. home. Okay, so now today okay. IPAs right. are also popular, like stouts. Can't
0: stand them. Yeah. You
1: can't stand them, and I love them.
0: Yeah. I, might, I might grow into it. Um, a lot of
1: people hate them, actually. Yeah. I, but I like stouts and IPAs, so okay. I'm more advanced than
0: you. Okay, how about artwork, like paintings?
1: <laughs> you know what? I don't like the classical paintings. I don't like... You know, no, I, love I hate Thomas those big
0: Hardy. no, that's not his paintings. Name. Cole, of, Thomas Cole. I
1: hate Picasso.
0: Do you know Thomas Cole? He's good. He does... Um,
1: I think you showed me yeah. before. I don't Cont- like that. I hate
0: Picasso too.
1: Yeah, I hate Picasso. I don't like Modigliano or Modigliani. I don't like Manet. I like Monet.
0: i never heard of Manet I don't like Modigliano. Manet.
1: I don't like... What was that other guy? Anyway, there are a lot of art. I don't... Yeah, there's not a lot
0: of... We you, you ever at a... I like
1: Michelangelo. Yeah. I don't really... I like his drawings. I don't I like think...
0: anything before the Renaissance. Yeah. Because the Renaissance brought in three-dimensional mm-hmm. art that was amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was really groundbreaking. Before that, it's all flat. It's boring.
1: Yeah. Do you like iconography?
0: I do actually like that, to be honest. Yeah. I like iconography, too. Like the Greek saints and stuff, that kind of stuff
1: yeah like the paintings of the last supper or right, the nice, Nativity. Yeah. i don't yeah. like all of them yeah but um i like medieval oh, art sorry so
0: yeah uh okay have you ever been in a social situation where everyone was enamored with this one thing and and they seemed like a well and then you were like no but...
1: well yeah i mean like well people like stuff all the time that oh, i don't specifically like. can you point I... to a time Mm, no okay can you
0: not off the top of my head yeah so and if I was with them my my, my first thought would have been well maybe I just haven't read enough of that person to like them or maybe I haven't drank the right stuff or
1: I mean I'm always open to trying like I will read if I hear someone talking about a book or an author yeah then I will go and find that book and I will yeah try to read it and sometimes I end up finding something I really love yeah and then other times I'm like, I don't get it.
0: Alternatively, have you, you know? ever been around a group of people who are going on about Mickey's Malt Liquor or Colt 45 and talking about how great it was and you just were finding it hard to disagree with, to agree with them? No. No? No. You have that look in your you? face. No, you have that look in your face where I know you think that's funny, Brian, but no one else does.
1: No, I wasn't thinking oh. that at all.
0: Well, because what if you were around like a cause no, that, I, homeless I was, people drink that kind? Of, not that's kind of I drink it actually. Okay, you
1: want to know the story of those liquors?
0: I I think they're really those good. Those
1: liquors were strategically marketed towards the African American community.
0: Really? Yes. To to increase alcoholism.
1: I don't think the beer manufacturers thought we want to make
0: well, why were African
1: American people alcoholic, but they were uh, because beer drinking just wasn't something that happened in the black community. Right. It was very much something for um well the most beers, if you go back in time and you look at beer commercials, yeah, there were only white people. There's only one beer. Heineken is yeah. the only beer that marketed to the African American community. Huh. So most of the time if you go to a go somewhere, um like family events or whatever at a black home, Heineken will be oh, yeah? like the only beer that will be brought in. Right. And the malt liquors and things like that, those were marketed just for those communities to get them. That was like the whatever company was making the beer. That was their arm right. of the company that was specifically for black but people. But why malt liquors? Well, I don't know. Why not
0: just... why? Why wouldn't they just uh, increase their marketing to African-Americans of light beer or whatever else they were? Was there something? Was I don't something?
1: know. It was, I don't know if it was like, I can't remember all the details, which I find I do that a lot. I, I know a lot of information, yeah. but I know it on like a superficial Okay, well, now level. I want to take
0: a step back as I feel bad because I said at cold 45 and, well, especially Mickey's Malt Liquor. Is, is I said it was a homeless beer which is which is true but it's also offensive. Well they make offensive. these beers cheap. Well, and they make them
1: high in alcohol let me, content too. Let me, let me finish.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cuz I actually like Mickey's malt. I like malt liquor.
1: Disgusting. It's
0: very tasty. It does give you a terrible headache Ooh. though. No, no. So well, that's that if you were to mar- if you were to go into a, if I was going to go into a craft beer emporium and they gave me Mickey's malt liquor I would think that was
1: you would like it. I would
0: absolutely love it. I went to a. You bar. like the flavor. I do. I love the. I love malt flavor in general. Malt milkshakes. So I do like malt liquor. Maybe
1: I've never tried it. I I'm think it's sure because as soon as it. you
0: see it in the bottle, your first thought is it should be wrapped in a brown paper bag, and like the guys drinking it on the side of the. Well, right because they
1: made it big, they made it high alcohol content, and they yeah. made it cheap. Yeah, and they made it. They marketed it directly to the black community. Yeah. They were not marketing Budweiser, Miller Lite, Miller Genuine Draft. Yeah. Old Style. All of these beers were only for white people consumption. Right. They were only marketed towards white people. Interesting. So whenever they started including black people in advertisements for beer, I'm not sure, but you won't really find that much of it going well, on.
0: Well, Col- 45 comes to mind because of Billy D. Williams. Was it him or Carl Weathers who uh, advertised it? I think it was Billy D. Williams.
1: Yeah. Now, that's not a beer you're ever going to see a white person drinking. Like, you never. Like, college no. parties, we would get. Because in college, you want to drink cheap beer, right? Yeah. But in college, your white kids still weren't drinking malt liquor. They were drinking Mad Dog 2020, Tickle uh, Pink, and. Um, old style or Lone Star, which is just basically piss. It's disgusting. Lone
0: Star is is bad. Yeah, it is bad. That's I mean, bad. it's
1: just. I mean, if you don't know anything else. Yeah. It's just bad. All American beers pretty much are pretty crap.
0: Well, except for the and no, Irish beers are well, too. it's changing. Yeah. Well, it's changing
1: now. I'm saying the the beers that we've always known.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: They were. They're just the lowest of the low. Right. Like the the art of brewing and making beer has really Yeah. Come into its own. Now now there's some amazing beer that you can there have. There
0: is. It's good, yeah. yeah. I mean it's
1: it's light years apart.
0: All right, let's go to your list. Are we finished with this part?
1: Um okay.
0: What's that yeah. What do you got on your list?
1: Um well I lost 10 pounds the past couple of weeks. Well done. That's a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight. So that's two 5-pound bags of potatoes of pure fat that I was carrying around on my skeletal frame.
0: That's impressive, that's 10 a lot. pounds in how many weeks? 3 weeks.
1: Two, I think it's 3. I think it's been 3 weeks. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, yeah. And I've only cheated a couple of times. Do you
0: think your your second vaccine uh, and it helped that? No. Speed of because you you weren't eating at all. You were kind of in bed for two days a day. That
1: wasn't part. That was only one day of not eating.
0: Yeah, but sometimes one or two days of not eating could could you could a lot of weight there, right?
1: No, I I lost two pounds overnight from yesterday to today. I lost two pounds in one day.
0: Yeah, but you haven't had your breakfast yet, so you might get it back
1: potentially. I'm not going to gain two pounds from one meal, though.
0: Okay. Okay, so anyway, so you lost 10 pounds. That's great.
1: Yeah, so basically just eating low-carb. No, I haven't had any alcohol in a few weeks. I haven't had any goodies, any sweets. I haven't had white bread, potatoes, bananas, um, carrots, anything that's really high in sugar, high in carbohydrates. So I've just been eating like... Vegetables that are low-carb vegetables and meat and butter and milk. Not milk. No milk. Milk is high in sugar. Cream. Heavy whipping cream. Like, I don't have a problem with... My system doesn't have a problem with dairy. At least I don't think it does anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was good. I feel good. Although, I think it has still taken me a while to get over the vaccine.
0: You still think like it wasn't just 2 days there's there's more to it.
1: Well, well it could be too that I'm having fewer carbs as well. Yeah. That could be part of it. Um cuz I think also there's a transition when you're getting when you're getting all that sugar cuz most of the time if I'm I was eating carbs 3 times a day. So I had a constant yeah. sugar like my sugar is always high. Right. So I'm always and I'm always replenishing that sugar. In my system. Yeah. So and now I'm not. I don't have that. Right. So that could also be why my energy has been a little bit less, or it could be from the vaccine too. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I've
0: been a week off of with a few cheats, one or two cheats. I've been a week. Well, not a You've week. You've
1: had a lot of cheats. Okay. A Alcohol lot of, yeah, okay. is but basically about, like a. But my favorite thing in the rush. morning is
0: my sugar cream and coffee, and I've not had sugar. And it's not easy.
1: I'm very proud of you.
0: I can't promise I'll continue, but I'll why? so for six days in, one day at a time.
1: Why? You just six days. I think that's amazing. You don't Why go back?
0: Because I don't enjoy it. I just drink it. I was like, what am I drinking this for? Maybe I don't like coffee. I don't think I like coffee. I think I like...
1: You like sugar. I like sugar. But you don't like it's coffee. It's like I
0: want some sugar and I'm going to have some coffee and cream with my sugar. Maybe that's what's going on. And now you take the sugar away, it's like, what's this all about? I don't, it's right. not, it's warm don't and stuff. You don't need it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, two days ago, I t- I have this bulletproof coffee where it's coffee and butter and you spin it. And it tastes not bad. Is mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it tastes not bad. That's not good grammar, is it?
1: It's not bad. I it, think it, it wasn't be bad.
0: Better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else you got on your list?
1: On my list? That we could talk about?
0: Maybe. Or do you just keep, we keep jamming on?
1: Well... I'm reading this book. I just started this book called Dispatches. Oh, let me get it, it's really cool. Okay, so this book is called The Inevitable, Dispatches on the Right to Die. So this book is about the um, medical aid and dying. Or physician assisted suicide um, or euthanasia whatever you want to call it but the book opens with this uh, group of three women um, who are all in their 80s and they have procured a um, drug from Mexico that uh, whoever is the first to become demented will get the drug first um so that they can take it and die basically so because they don't they don't want to become they don't want to get to the point in their life where they're like pooping their pants or Mm. doing these things because i guess when you get dementia you can like I, i heard this podcast and her husband he was only in his 40s and he got dementia, and he was out watering the grass. He was watering the flowers nude oh. in the middle of the day. So like, your loss of dignity can be significant. Of course you're not you don't probably know you're losing your dignity, but but you can. Well, anyway, so the book is very fascinating because it talks about the different states who have laws that allow people to um have the type of death that allows them to have a physician help them in their life. So it's talking about all the arguments of that and how effective these laws are, if they need to become better laws. Um, and then also about all these different groups that exist in these states where they don't have laws and what these people, some of these people try and do, Mm. um, but I find it very fascinating because I think about death a lot I I have my whole life this is not a new thing because in my church growing up death was a recurring theme either dying or dying and go to hell or Jesus coming back and going to hell so and then people dying all the time all these old people were dying constantly but Anyway, I would like to have a good death. I'm not saying I would do something like this, but um, there's some pretty cool drugs that exist that can help you kind of go out in a pretty peaceful way. So anyway, I'm just learning about this. I'm not saying I'm for anyone doing this or that I'm even going to do it, but it's a really it's just a fascinating book to hear what people are thinking and doing.
0: Yeah,
1: Do you have any thoughts about that?
0: I do. Um, I was curious about the old people who died. You said there was a lot of old people deaths, funerals you went to. Mm-hmm. I was curious to hear more about what those funerals were like and how they impacted you as a youngster.
1: Well, the first funeral I went to, I think I may have talked about this before, but it was very, very impactful on me. I was probably...
0: I'm going to make notes so it helps me listen.
1: I think I was in third grade. So I think you're like nine or 10 in the third grade.
0: Thank you for translating.
1: Um, but there was a woman in our church and she was very young. She was probably in her thirties and she died in a car accident. Ooh. She was T-boned at an intersection.
0: I remember you talking about this.
1: And so she died instantly. And I was at her funeral. Does she had kids? Yes. She had a daughter. was I think around my age and so I was at her funeral and then you know we were looking in the casket and then we were looking over her body towards the other side of her body because I guess you could see like something on her neck or something where she had had been you know injured or whatever yeah so and then they would t- they were telling the story of the
0: I don't want an open accident. casket. Okay. If you're around, just Yeah, I don't want an
1: open casket. I don't even want to be in a casket. Okay, I don't have, I hate caskets. I, have we
0: talked about this already?
1: Yeah, you want the the wooden casket from the Iowa monastery. Yes. But you should go ahead and just order that and have it at the house.
0: Actually, not about. I thought about that. Like Stick one, it up in the garage.
1: Yeah, or like what? once we once we build our next home, we yeah. should order it. Yes. And have it on hand. It's the
0: only one the monks to, that monks make. Everyone else is made by uh, contractors.
1: They're disgusting things, aren't they? Caskets. And they're I bad wanna, for the I'm environment drive too. Over
0: there. Uh, I want to stay there. I'm going to next time when they open I'm going to drive over there and pick it up in the car. Would that be weird though to like if you if you No, mo-
1: if, I think you should get it.
0: But if you're and it's not that expensive. If you're moving though, right? Uh-huh. Um and I do want to get back to your story, but if you're moving and you're at, like you know you tell the mover hey uh air, just that air conditioner put that in storage and in that mm-hmm. casket if you get would that be not that I care what they think but would that be odd to be moving a casket around your whole life?
1: No, I don't. Okay. Because it's way better than the alternative. Caskets are like five thousand dollars, eight thousand dollars. And
0: I'll put the link if anyone's interested. <laughs> Little side note about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sergeant Shriver who is uh, Maria let me think, Maria no,
1: Shriver's husband dad
0: Maria Shriver's oh, dad. dad he's the okay. guy who started the Peace Corps he was buried in one of these caskets from New Millery Abbey they, oh really yeah oh, he, cool. he, that was his desire also you have you heard of Gabby Gifford
1: uh-huh. it, no
0: was it the, the, no it's she's a congresswoman who was shot in the head Uh huh. and a few other people were shot a little girl was killed and the mm-hmm. monks sent because uh, they made caskets small caskets for kids yeah well they sent that girl a casket yeah her parents so they're they're kind of that's their thing that's their bread and butter mm-hmm. but it's lovely because i've gone through the factory on a tour and, and you see the more fancy ones that are made by contractors but this this one old monk he's got to be 90 he hand makes the one i like the best which is yeah. the cheapest and the most basic one yeah but it's just quite beautiful and that's i don't know I, I have a great attachment to those guys so the the thought of them making my cask is wonderful but yeah. they're getting old and dying so I, I think i will just go and get that
1: well, yeah, because what if the monastery shuts down and then you're not. But I mean, you can right, have right. it. I could, if that happens and you don't get it, I could have it custom. I could have a custom built ca- uh, coffin for you. Yeah. Where I hire a carpenter to make it.
0: Oh yeah. Out okay. of
1: whatever wood you like. I like
0: that. That'd be lovely. I have someone in mind.
1: Um. So that's one option. Okay. But like for me personally. So do you
0: want me to order one for you also?
1: I don't know i the what i would like to research is that i would like to know if i can be buried yeah on the 30 acres where i grew up okay and i would like to just be wrapped in some kind of like biodegradable cloth yeah and then drop down a vertical hole yeah into the ground where i just decompose yeah into the earth
0: right like the woman in um braveheart you see that
1: was she buried just in the earth just wrapped in a
0: cloth and threw in the ground
1: yeah, but I don't want y'all throw to throw me. No, not they didn't I throw.
0: Her. I mean, it's not throw. It was very nice. I mean, but they just wrap her in a cloth. They, they, and then that's it. She's in a cloth, and then the priest. Right, came that's and it. Stuff, that's all you need. So...
1: And I don't want to be. I don't want to be in a coffin. Yeah. I don't want to be anyone looking at my dead body.
0: Right. Me neither. I don't
1: want to be embalmed. Me neither. And I don't want well, a I don't funeral. Even, I don't even at know. All. I
0: don't know why I'm going on about the casket because I, I think I want to be cremated.
1: I know you used to want to be cremated, which I had a problem with because I thought it was like a sin.
0: Okay, to be well cremated, let's just. I know but, this is an odd time we're <clears> having this conversation, but we, it's, it's important. Why don't we just both be buried together on on the land?
1: Yeah, if we can, I got to figure out the what the laws are.
0: Just do like Rich Daily and just do it in the middle of the night. Just go in with the diggers. Yeah. Remember he did that on the. Um, oh,
1: I didn't know that.
0: No, I say like Rich Daly. He did it. He he sent the diggers in at night and. And put X's in the um, airport mixed field and then shut it down.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say he had himself buried on his own land.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't set it up very well. So
1: what you're saying is that he wanted an airport built at a certain location. Actually, opposite.
0: He wanted the airport shut down and build something else.
1: Oh, okay. So what did he do? Tell us the story. Because you gave us vague. I know.
0: Well, he he shut down at 2 in the morning. He sent all these.
1: This is Chicago, by the way.
0: These these uh I know we really are all over the place here but I am sent these diggers down and whatever JCBs whatever you call them and, and he, he carved these X's into the runway so the planes couldn't land the planes oh, tried to land the next okay. morning so he and destroyed they couldn't destroy the runway the runways because he had wanted to turn that into some it's supposed to be a beautiful place now it's like Navy Pier so yeah. he just did it anyway okay. so you could just do that just don't tell anyone uh, well of course your sister would, would hear the diggers go past her door yeah okay that's completely off the, so that, here's no, another thing it, okay. I was
1: thinking of too is when people die, yeah, no matter what they believed or what kind of person they are, yeah. they get turned into saints automatically, yeah, like at my dad's funeral, right it was like an he was like an awful human being, okay, I mean, he had some good qualities, but yeah. let's not make it rosy here, right. But at his funeral, because my dad was someone who loved to read the Bible. Right. Which did him no good at all. Yeah. Actually probably made him worse. Yeah. They talked about him like, oh God, you know, he's this man of God and he loved to read the Bible. Well, he loved to do a lot of other things too. Yeah. So, which were horrific. Yeah. But the thing is, is when you are... Like, I'm not a Christian anymore. Right. So I know if you decide to give me some kind of service, Yeah. I'm going to get preached into heaven probably by someone, although I don't want a funeral. But let's just say I had a funeral. Yeah. The theology of Christianity by the majority of Christianity will get tossed out, and then all of a sudden I will gain admittance into heaven. Say that again. So, Okay. So, even though I am not a professing Christian anymore.
0: Right. At I your think funeral. because
1: people in their psyche, they can't stand the fact that someone's in hell.
0: Right. Yeah. They
1: can't square it with their humanity. Right. So, all of a sudden, they find a way to get that person into heaven. Right. And I've been to another funeral where this person was no more going to church. They were not going to church. They were drinking. They were doing all these things that would have condemned them to hell. Yeah. They got preached into heaven
0: because My they found something in their got past. Got preached into heaven. They, did they find something little ray of hope from that person's past?
1: Well, they're like, oh, well, they gave their they gave their life to Christ when they were thirteen, right? Right. Or they, it's like they just kind of go, like they find a way to get you in there somehow.
0: Yeah. And so then let's like, think about that. So my
1: Aunt Novella, who yeah. was not a professing Christian. Yeah. She never read the Bible. She never went to church. Right. And yet I found out from one of my aunts that supposedly she did believe in Jesus. Right. She, I think I was not at her funeral, but I think she also got preached into heaven. Although she was not. A professing believer at all.
0: So, it, yeah, it is odd because you probably have these guys who, I'm sure, there's guys like in your hometown who spent all their times in bars, and then they die, and now it's their first time in a church, and and their friends' first time in a church, mm-hmm. and it's just a very foreign space to them. Yeah, do you ever, like? It is odd, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, who's going to stand that? up there and say? Okay, so like if you were... If you well, why were... not
0: have the casket in the bar and have, some, have the bartender give the eulogy? Right. And let's share a story about, about uh, Wyatt or whatever. I'm trying to think of a name. Let's... Uh, Baba or whatever. Let's have a story about him. And then you have the funeral in the bar and it closes down at 2 a.m. And then mm-hmm. you roll the casket out and you bury him at 4 a.m. Right. And everyone sleeps in. Right. I might, uh, I might have a job here.
1: A new kind of funeral?
0: Yeah.
1: You could. You could do funerals in bars.
0: And I would just work with the bartender and say, Or hey, with guess wherever.
1: What? Why does the venue for a funeral have to be a church or a funeral home?
0: It can be a bar.
1: It could be wherever that person Was. wants so it. So
0: what I would do is I'd work with the bartender and say, Here, here's well, they don't need my help. I'd say, here's some suggestions of how you could do the order of service. We're going to start at 10 p.m., bring the body in and then we'll have a little hour, and then we'll just drink until 2 a.m., which is what this guy would have done. Right.
1: Isn't that? Wouldn't that be like the same thing as like a wake? A wake. But instead of viewing the body at the funeral home... Actually, there's probably codes against that.
0: I don't want to be in the you funeral home. You can't do it. So that's the problem let's just codes. get rid
1: of the body, right? Let's well, pretend like we're serial killers, and let's just well, yeah. dispose of the body, and then have a service sans okay, here, body. Here,
0: here's what I want. want to do. I want to make this as simple... How do we make it as simple... Uh, f- how do we make it as simple for the people left behind? Like, I don't want anyone in a funeral home having a conversation in a funeral home after I'm gone. Just I don't want anybody that. to
1: have to dress up either. No.
0: So if I have the casket, unless right, they want to. If I, I knew this guy actually, this teacher of mine who her mom died, and her mm-hmm. they, the, the daughters cleaned her up, and mm-hmm. the dad lifted her in the casket, and off she went. And they buried her.
1: Yeah, that's better too. I don't want anybody else touching
0: me. So there is a problem. So if I if I have the casket up there up there and I die, uh-huh. you guys stick me in the casket, nail it shut. But then you got to bury me fast. Yeah. Then you got to make it from here. It's to only a four-hour drive. Yeah, but put I'm. It in the where back are you going to put me? Well, you, oh, you could rent a truck. Get a U-Haul. Stick me in the back so you don't have to smell me. Yeah. How how fast is? I know it's this is very four, ma- macabre. It's a four and a half hour drive. Is it macabre? Macabre. Macabre. Okay. Is this very macabre conversation? I don't think it is. No, I do. But I, it's like. Because when Mom died, we were figuring it no, out that was went pretty well because we that was actually at one of the better funerals because we knew the guy and he and we called him and he was in Dublin within a few hours with the casket.
1: Shouldn't we have the right to die the way we want? Yeah and not yeah. only the right to die how we want, but the right to put our body where we want as long as we're not causing contamination or something yeah. okay, you know what, what I mean do we, do we
0: need a debt like if I so just say I died now just say we had the casket from the monks and I died right now. yeah. And you were, and I was you're allowed to bury me in the land. Yeah. You just say everyone Brian died very sad, and we're gonna have a funeral, but we'll have it in a few days. Right. There's no open casket.
1: If you want to go down to Silsby we're gonna
0: be burying him tomorrow,
1: and be there when he gets laid to rest. So we, then be there, otherwise. But then we're gonna have the party, or whatever you want—a party, a service, however that looks to you.
0: I think just, you know what, though? I'm starting to think about the whole thing. Whatever
1: cre- kind the, of readings or...
0: The cre- yeah. I think the more we prepare for this stuff, I mean, let people have some improv time, but like get the basic stuff out of the way. Like, okay, I'm dead. And then in the casket, you haul
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think these are good conversations to have with kids or each other. Yeah. To just make it very clear. Because we, we manage everything else in life except the end yeah. of life. For ourselves, so if we have a general idea, like I want to set this all up, so mm-hmm. when it happens, because what ideally what you want to do is allow for grieving and celebration, if that's possible. There's a paradox there, right? But mm-hmm. as much as you can do to allow the people to grieve and and not have the extra weight over their head, yeah. Because think about it, a funeral home is the most depressing place you could it's be in.
1: It's awful.
0: Why would we want? Why do you want people dealing with that?
1: So yeah, if we can just don't. skip
0: the middleman, throw me the box back at the U-Haul, and then. Have a party. Yeah. The focus has to be on the party, though. I want to wake. I want people dancing and yeah, drinking, me too. whatever they want to do. Me too. And um, also, I like don't DJ. S- don't stress about looking for photos. All well, my
1: favorite songs. Yeah. We need it. We need a, a funeral list. playlist. A
0: funeral playlist.
1: Let's do it. Yes. Hey, we should write a book on how to die. How like, to
0: plan your own funeral.
1: Yeah, like we could make like a whole manifesto of our funeral plans.
0: Yeah.
1: And. Put them in there, yeah, and then find out what the laws are, what we're allowed to do. But here's the—I heard—who needs to
0: know you died, though? So you need to get a death certificate. That's all you need to prove you died, and it wasn't malpractice. And
1: you don't get it. You—I mean—you have a while to get that.
0: But like, like if I die um, now, right? You stick me in the casket and you bury me. What's the big? Who needs to know I died?
1: Well, whoever you want to know, your friends and well, well your no, family go- obviously. Somebody in the government needs
0: to know because you oh, you're talking
1: to- about the government. I got gotcha. you. Well, but so
0: because you, what you need is a uh, social security retirement, right? Like all, all the, the accounts. What need to they be need is out. one thing: a death certificate. Right. So who can give a death certificate without without sticking their nose in? In other words, well,
1: that would be me or one of your children.
0: No, somebody official has to come and say yes, he died.
1: Right. You have to call in that person. Technically, is that
0: all you need? Because I mean.
1: I don't know. That's the things we have to find out.
0: Well, we listeners you can help find out. Go figure that out.
1: We all have Google, babe. It takes 2 seconds I could actually probably find out right now. Okay, I'm i am just, just type like, it into my phone. I'm trying to
0: make this cuz it's not you can't just die and, and get buried. Somebody has to be involved so that they're you right... were
1: on the frontier. Wait. And your loved one died. Well, you don't you don't have just 401Ks. go to a nice beautiful tree. That's what you do. And you put them in, or they had those little church cemeteries. But see, I don't now, like but, those either. But now either.
0: you need you need a thing, you need the death certificate and some assurance that you guys didn't kill me.
1: We're not going to kill you, Brian. No,
0: I know that. I'm just saying though that if I die <laughs> and you bury me, people are going to wonder like, where did Brian go? Right. Right. Aren't they going to? Isn't that just going to be? Right. And then you, if for you to get all the insurance stuff, you mm-hmm. got to figure that out. Yeah. I hope this isn't upsetting for folks. It's just we hadn't thought through this until now. Yeah. And um, it's. Uh... Here's the other thing I wanted to say, though. In the old days, death was in front of people all the time. They were around mm-hmm. it all the time. Right. People died. They Well,
1: they died early.
0: Well, yeah, so they died early, yeah. but people were laid in their bed. You mm-hmm. could probably smell death. It was everywhere. It wasn't right. hidden from us. It wasn't. Right. Um, they weren't putting scents on it so you can't smell it or take it out of your vision. And it's been removed from our vision and we're right. not attached to it. Like these old. Guys would have a skull on their desk as a constant. Ooh, that's my tummy,
1: a, everybody. As Sorry. a constant
0: reminder that yeah. death was near. So maybe having that casket up in the, like if you give people a tour of the house, they say, "Why do you have a casket in your in your mm-hmm. in your uh, storage area?" Someone like, goes, "Make it It easy. could be a
1: coffee table. Well, <laughs> that's a joke. Like I would get it. Just I'm kind of serious. serious.
0: Yeah. So I should. I should it's like a thousand dollars. I should just order it. You're saying.
1: Yeah. Why not? Okay, you should Have well. it.
0: I'll do it. I mean, it might. Hope, please God, now it'll it'll be around for fifty years. But that's not a bad thing to have the casket for fifty years, right? Some Egypt though is going to drop it when we're moving, and it smash. Well, it.
1: maybe you don't get it just now. Maybe you could no, get. No, I think the... I
0: do need to get it because the monks are going. They're not replacing those monks.
1: There's no they're, new monks there. now.
0: They're all old and dying, and they're going to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. i
1: was have to rent a backhoe. Or a bulldozer for the land to dig the hole.
0: What's a, a backhoe? Is that a JCB?
1: What's a JCB?
0: It's the, it has this. It's the, it's a digger. It has a digger, and on the back it has an arm. Yeah, I think it's that's kind of
1: what a backhoe is. Oh. I think I'm not. I am not an expert on. Uh, yeah. Large JCB equipment. is the
0: um, brand name. That's what we call it. It's like Hoover. John Deere. That's what we have here. So, can you go back to that original story though? With the thirty-year-old woman and how that impacted you. So she, had, you saw some. She was injured. Like okay, they said open. she had
1: like a hole in her neck.
0: Yeah, from so, the so like injury. you could
1: look. We would peer over and look oh, so sh- we could see how they filled it in. Oh my gosh. The funeral home. Yeah. But that impacted me in the sense that then my mom would was prone to napping during the day. Yeah. And so, I would go in, and watch her breathing. Yeah because I was afraid she would die and so that yeah so I did that for a while where it was very I would get very nervous if she if I knew she was taking a nap or whatever I would go and check her breathing um and then of course you know I was always I always would think about it at night but yeah it was very Hmm. it was very impactful
0: yeah in a negative way
1: yeah, in a negative way, because I didn't, um, well, yeah, because you're little. I mean, you're nine or ten. How does yeah. your mind? And here's the other weird thing. She didn't go to church either.
0: Oh, so what happened then?
1: So she's another person that, like, technically, yeah. my religious community, she would have been bound to hell. Yeah. According to what is what was taught in our church. But she also got preached into hell. I mean, to heaven. Yeah. Like everybody, I've noticed that a lot of times, people will get preached into heaven, even if they don't, they didn't technically. Yeah. Live according to what they were supposed to have lived by. Right. To these faiths.
0: There was a humanist funeral that my friend. Oh no, it was a wedding. Sorry, in Dublin. Uh huh. As you know, the church is kind of somewhat collapsed there. Yeah. So these humanist priests do these weddings, and someone mm-hmm. went to one and it was on a mountain. They said it was beautiful. So yeah. I wonder if they do funerals. I'm sure they do.
1: Well, I mean, everyone doesn't believe in God, so if you're an right. atheist, but if your family, well, so if you're an atheist, is though, Christian, what do
0: you, do you, do you, you go to well, you would go to a funeral home, right?
1: Right, but then you wouldn't, you wouldn't have religious people presiding over your service. Yeah, you wouldn't. Although yeah. in this book right. that I'm reading, yeah, they say that a lot of times even atheist families will cling to uh language right like maybe like afterlife language right um and they say they don't know uh why people do that i don't think all atheists do that right but he said he was at the death of uh a family yeah and they didn't believe in god the dad didn't believe in god but the, yeah but the siblings were saying oh you know maybe we'll see you again right or stuff like that yeah
0: which That's is tough, very you know interesting I mean. yeah interesting but we you know what what would you well there's no way to tell like if you were on your deathbed do you think what would you where would what do would you think would be going through your head
1: jeeesh i'm either on my way to go burn for eternity yeah because I made a wrong choice. Right. Or? Or I'm just going to be dead and know nothing.
0: Yeah. You don't think there's an option of, a third option of afterlife? I don't
1: really think, well, I don't know.
0: How about reincarnation? You think that could happen?
1: I don't want to be reincarnated.
0: What if you didn't have a choice? Life is
1: so brutal. What if I end up being like...
0: What if you're an eagle?
1: Someone who's sex trafficked.
0: Well, what if you're an eagle? What if you came back as
1: an eagle? I don't
0: want to be an eagle. That wouldn't be bad, though. It's better than a worm.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's so tricky, right? Why? There's so much suffering in the world. Like, maybe a dog, eagle? like a cushy dog, like a poodle that I belongs know for, to, I, like, I know a rich lady. Eagle. Not a
0: bald Well, a bald eagle, then you're pretty protected. You shouldn't be shot. Uh,
1: maybe an animal that belongs to, like, uh, someone who's, like, an avid animal lover who okay. spoils I mean, their pets.
0: That sounds boring. Well, you're stuck indoors, like Because Maggie a pet doesn't...
1: Here's, like, I look at Maggie... Yeah. She has no concept of death. Right. She has no concept of suffering. Of an accident happening to her, getting a disease, the world ending, that there's yeah. a pandemic going on. Like nothing. She just wakes up, goes to the bathroom, eats.
0: And then just sits there and waits for the dog collar to shake. And yeah, goes.
1: she sleeps and you know. When
0: can I go for a walk? Ooh.
1: But when you're a human. Did
0: we see the, hear those words?
1: Don't do that. Okay. But when you're a human and you reach a certain age. Yeah. All these things become. yeah, You become aware.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Of all of these things.
0: It's true. I don't know. It would is...
1: you want to be reincarnated to come back as a human again?
0: Uh, if I have no memory of the past, maybe. The tr- I mean, it's the,
1: tricky. The... Like, where are you going to be born on the planet? Yeah. Like, what type of.
0: I no, mean, yeah, think about treatment.
1: it. You could come back into some really grim stuff.
0: Right. You could, yeah. Like
1: a, lot, a horrific life of yeah, suffering. Yeah, it could be,
0: yeah. Um, life is hard, but it is beautiful, I think.
1: Yeah, it can be beautiful.
0: And even like for people, I mean, I'm not, you're, you know, you're pointing to the most horrific things. Like when they had that tsunami that hit the, um, where was it? Near the Indian Ocean. They were commenting on how even these people had been through the most horrible things. They just had these big smiles on their faces through it all. They were able to withstand a level of suffering. They were probably conditioned to handle suffering like Westerners couldn't.
1: Why? You know what I'm talking
0: about? Because like well, these... they
1: were already poor. And... Maybe
0: because they had hard lives, and they so I guess if you grow up in a hard life, you're probably conditioned to handle suffering more than someone who's born. You think so? Yeah, that's, well, that's why I think Shit's Creek is so powerful. is because they are just not conditioned to handle a hard life. And the whole story is about their transition. But even anyway, let's
1: argue that's not a hard life they're facing.
0: Oh, it's not. But to them it was because they were right. million, billionaires, millionaires. And then, now they're living in a motel. And part of that, what we like is that it seems so hard for them. But to someone in India, in Calcutta, it would be like, man, I get to stay in a motel. It's awesome. right? So a lot of it's all it's relative, com- it's relative to what you're conditioned to handle.
1: Right. But I think people do rise to the challenge of suffering because you have to, You right? do, you do. It's just that you don't you, have you'll, a choice. You'll, you'll
0: rise faster if your life is suffering. Does it make sense? I don't know if that makes well, sense.
1: Well, you, you either succumb yeah. to the suffering yeah, and you let it overtake you. Yeah. That's one option. Right. Or you become a survivor and you try to endure through the suffering. Yeah. Because you can't, you don't really, there's nothing really in between. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's why people cling to religion so much, because it's a place to find hope. Right. uh, Amongst, you know, in the midst of suffering, what are you going to cling to? If you don't have anything other than other, well, you always have something. You have other humans. But well, some people don't have anyone. Some people are without. Well,
0: what would it look like any to, to cling to whatsoever, to, to not knowing? What if? Because you're saying to cling, yeah, cling to something, cling to the afterlife, cling to hope. As a human, I think it's it's hard for us to. I think to,
1: everything is clinging to not knowing. I think people say they're clinging on to something that they yeah. think they know, but even yeah. that is not knowing. Because so, even if, can I finish, babe? Sure. Because even if you say you're clinging to God, yeah. you still don't know if God is going to do anything for you at all. Right. Will He relieve your so suffering? That, is that faith? No.
0: Or is that clinging to the unknown?
1: Well, you're you're clinging to something hoping yeah. it's going to help you. Right. But you have no guarantee that it will. Yeah. And life has shown that in most cases, you know, all these horrible things, a lot of times they don't get reversed. Yeah. But I think just the the positive mindset of thinking on the hope that maybe they will get better. Yeah. That positivity helps that person through that difficult time. Because I think positivity negative thing negative thinking does bad things in your body yeah on a cellular level yeah so when you're clinging onto something whether you don't whether you're unsure of not whether god's going to rescue you in some way or some kind of religious system will rescue you even if you don't know if that's going to happen the process of thinking positively and of hoping towards a positive goal yeah. creates better things for you on a cellular level than thinking pessimistically. Yeah. That's scientifically proven.
0: Can I um, can I do a little uh, shift gears here? Yes. Um, I'd like to, uh, two listeners, mm-hmm. both happen to be from London. Uh, Sandra, thank you for giving me Brasso. She dropped some Brasso off, which is very nice and um oh and happy birthday sandra we missed your happy birthday happy birthday sandra uh yeah sorry about that so if you have to get the bra you have to go back and listen to um was it two weeks ago we talked about brasso came up as a metaphor and um no excuses not to keep on shining now brian like i had this magic brasso too growing up i was made to clean my brownie badge which was which oh, would be cute. the girl scouts yeah. Every Monday night before Brownie Club memories. And then um, also Neil Vickers. um, Let me just read this here. Neil, also from London. I know him from Chicago. Trying to catch up with all my podcasts and I've been listening to yours 30 minutes at a time. Just got to the one where you asked me to research how observing light causes it to change, which means that my research job is about four months late. Well, I was very chuffed. Yeah. Is that a word you've heard before?
1: I've heard chuffed. You know where I heard it? Where? Where? call the midwives yeah one of my favorite characters on there which i can't give her name right now she would say chuffed
0: i haven't used a great word it's funny to i use that word you know they say when you're talking to your home people you sound more your accent comes out more Mm -hmm. i haven't used that term in 30 years i wonder why it just came out now Anyway, i was very chuffed that he would try to catch up the term you're looking for is wave particle duality uh, photons are both a wave and a particle at the same time, right up until the point that they're measured as being in a particular location. Well, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna post this on on the because it he goes into it a bit more. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other thing I, I came across was uh, what do you call it? Oh, I'll post it also. It's called um, quantum entanglement. Okay. When two particles, I hope I get this right, are together at some point, Uh if you separate them, even you could separate them to the ends of the universe. Yeah. uh, They still react to each other at that distance. Yeah. And they don't know why. So Mm -hmm. one is spinning in one direction and it causes the other to spin in in, in response. Yeah. They don't know what's causing them to react to each other. They know it's not light. The light is the fastest thing that we know that could potentially Mm -hmm. connect or be causing the one to respond to the other. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, they respond before light even hits them. So in other words, they send light through one and then it hits the other, Mm -hmm. but the other reacts before the light even hits it. So they're not sure what's... Anyway, I'll post that too.
1: Does that fit into the multiverse theory?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think it's related.
1: Because the multiverse theory is that there are infinite numbers of universes. Yeah. And that there are multiple copies of you and I potentially out there. Interesting. Doing Not doing exactly the same thing you're doing today, but doing similar things based on your choices. Yeah, I don't
0: think so. This is within the same universe we're measuring. Oh, it. okay. So anyway, it's still hard for me to grasp, but when Liam was watching, he went, whoa, he said, holy shit, that's amazing. That he, yeah. So there is something going on, which makes me wonder. I don't know. I threw out the idea of twins that are born. I asked what it be. Twins that are born together and live, one in Sydney, one in England. Mm-hmm. They can, they can hear. They they can still, they can still connect. Like you, you, hear, so? you hear, you hear stories of them, where one is aware of another person's trauma, yeah. and they call them, and there's something going on. And I wonder, like, something that we would call in the church prophetic insight, I wonder if it's two people get close, they're separated, and now they're actually, they're, they're, the quantum entanglement is messaging, mm-hmm. is sending messages. Yeah. So that one friend I have who seems to be having awareness of what's going on in my life, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Who is this friend? Nathan. What is this? Oh.
0: He would say, uh, like, he, he, he'd call me, I was walking down the street to have a confrontation with a pastor, and I didn't talk to Nathan in months yeah he calls me on the phone he goes i think you're walking into a trap i think you're walking into danger you need to watch your words that was awful coincidental that he just happened to know that but at the time he was praying so okay i so at one level you could say god told him another level you could say quantum entanglement because we were close and friends and they're separate even though he's in london i'm in chicago the could there be a communication happening between the atoms i don't know i wonder
1: he's also wrong about stuff too
0: yeah, so that you know quite
1: a few things.
0: So I'm not talking so it may be that maybe they can be wrong. Okay. That's all I've okay, say.
1: Okay, so I'm confused about you didn't read the entire thing from Neil. But oh, what was I? Well, is I, that based on something we had talked about? Oh in the it was, podcast? yeah, it was.
0: We were t- we had talked about this in a podcast.
1: What was it? What were we talking about?
0: We were talking about um, Oh, we were talking about when something's being observed the ver- in in um science, the very when you observe it, it changes behavior. Uh, and it's something in quantum physics where mm-hmm. where a, a, like a light wave, something's happening. It's a wave that's happening. Well, you know, can I just read it?
1: Yeah, read the whole thing. I'd like you to. Uh,
0: the term you're for is quantum is wave-particle duality. Photons are both a wave and a particle at the same time, right up until the point... That they're measured as being in a particular location. At that point, they undergo a quantum waveform collapse and no longer exist as a probability across locations, but as a single particle. They don't need a human to observe them; just the act of mechanically measuring them will do it. However, the really, the really thing, maybe he meant really cool thing is that if you set up the measuring equipment so that when they pass through a diffraction grating, they're not measured. Granting they're not was that But by the time they get to the receiver, they are measured. The waveform is collapsed before they go through the distraction slits. Diffraction slits. This suggests that information about the measurement of a waveform can travel back through time. Ultimately, this all falls under the heading of quantum effects are weird. Not that you can even remember the December 19th podcast. Oh, that's it. So go back to the December 19th podcast okay. where, we, where we asked. Okay, so...
1: Is he saying that photons can go back in time?
0: I'm not sure. He's a uh, he's he's a very. I think his background. He's in computer science now, but I think his background was in this. So um, I'd have to go read that a few times to understand it. I know it it went right over my head. That's a tough. um, You know, I'm gonna have Liam read this and translate it, or or down the street. Yeah, he's a quantum physicist. Research on that. That's fascinating stuff, doesn't it. Okay. Anything else?
1: Um, I don't know, but I do want to plan out our funerals and where we want to be buried and all that Let's stuff. Let's do that. Because I really don't want a funeral.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll talk through it. Oh, do you want me to do the yeah. funeral or no? No, I'm not doing the Does, funeral. Have someone well, else do why, it.
1: People can just get up randomly and say whatever they want to say. Like, it, it doesn't have to I be organized. What, That's so weird.
0: Well, uh, people. Sit, they, I think people need someone to lead it, like a project manager, to move people yeah. along and... And at least an order of service to move things along. So yeah, I think people can get up and yeah, uh, but the, like there as humans, I think we're like, what do we do next? What do we do next? So you got you, you need someone to be able to answer the question: What do we do now? Yeah, do we leave? Do we stand? Do we pray or not pray? Do we sing? Right. So sometimes you just need that leader to lead them in the whatever procession. Yeah. So.
1: Well, that sounds cool. What else do you want to talk about?
0: Oh, I'm finished.
1: Oh, you don't, you didn't have anything else that you want to talk about?
0: Nope.
1: Let's see what it else, what it, no,
0: I'm, I'm at a closing point oh, personally.
1: We were. Oh, are we at an hour already? We're over yeah. an hour. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: What do you want to call the, can can you help me find a title? I always struggle with that. Um... And then we'll go back to what you are going to say. Planning your own funeral. Who's going to listen to that?
1: We could you could call it end of life discussion or discussing the end of life. I don't know.
0: Going out with a bang.
1: Going out with a bang. Yeah. Is that going it? Going out with a bang.
0: Oh, going out with a bang. But then the subtitle is. I mean, the subtitle on that. Do we? No, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Don't. What were we gonna say? You wanted to say one uh, thing.
1: We were talking about contentment.
0: Well, that's a whole podcast, though. I
1: know. I was going to ask you a question. What does it mean to What does it mean to you to be content?
0: To enjoy this present moment, okay, and not think about the next.
1: Yeah, because thinking about the next moment ruins contentment, doesn't it?
0: To have faith that the present moment is the best moment you can have right now, right. As opposed to thinking that the best moment you can have is the next moment.
1: That's insightful.
0: Is it? I'm glad I recorded. Because then
1: I think you lo- you move from the present moment too quickly.
0: 106, I'll have but to write that down. you're always
1: moving from the present moment, aren't you?
0: I am. I'm restless. Okay. Let's talk about restlessness next yeah.
1: week. Maybe if we want to, we will.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about restlessness now?
1: No, we can be finished. Are you sure? Yeah.
0: I'd love your thoughts on what does it mean to be restless.
1: Yeah, what does it mean to be restless?
0: Could you feed us? because we, We'll talk about that if we get enough people responding. Because it's something I struggle with. Bridget does, and she could sit in a bed and read a book for three hours, and I'm so jealous because I, I'm restless. I'm always moving around, going to a coffee shop, getting on my scooter. And it's become a um, talking point of why can't I be at home here?
1: Right. Well, because I get sad sometimes because Brian, I don't think he enjoys our home. Like, I don't think he enjoys being here. So he's always leaving. And maybe you just like being at places.
0: I do. I love being over at the Pearl. Love being on the uh, in Southtown, walking around there.
1: Yeah, but that still makes me sad because then it's like everything is better than our house.
0: Well, if you'd come with me, you wouldn't be sad.
1: Yeah, but going places means spending money.
0: Not necessarily. And then being distracted by. No, if you would come with me to the Pearl, then you wouldn't feel sad. Why would I? No, because you feel happy here. No, I don't. I I get a
1: different feeling than you when i go to the pearl. Oh, right. i'm usually thinking this is a lot of hassle.
0: Really? I'm not. So
1: to be here.
0: I'm yeah, well i mean yeah, I mean
1: i don't yeah. Cuz i went by this different. oyster
0: bar on south and i was like i wish Bridget was here right now.
1: They have a really bad menu.
0: I'm just saying. So it's not like i'm i want to be away from me. I just i like to get out and about.
1: Yeah. No, i mean i like to go places too. I just right. yeah. Feel like you have a driving force within you to always so maybe, go to places.
0: Maybe there's an experiment you could try this week where you come one time with me to where I want to go and I stay one time with you here. Like when I want to go, I'll stay. And then when you want to stay, you'll come with me. Does it make sense?
1: Okay. I have gone with you on like your, oh, your art art yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is like usually going places, sometimes people want to drink things. Well, no, and like, just well, Usually it, I don't want more coffee. I've already had coffee, so I don't want to have coffee again. I don't want to have a latte, okay, and I don't so want you have tea. At
0: six thirty one one morning, come with me down to the Pearl when it's dark and see so what I it feels like. I can drink
1: crap coffee.
0: They have good coffee. What are you they about? Have, bring your own.
1: They have shitty coffee. Local coffee sucks.
0: Okay, bring your own coffee. You can sit outside if it's a nice day, and... Um, I'll, I may bring my own coffee, too. We'll just sit outside and listen to the birds. It's very quiet there at 6.30. And then one of the other mornings when I really want to go, I'll sit here in my chair and look at you read your book over there.
1: No. you can. Go. Okay, here's the question, though. Are you able to read when you leave better than you can read here?
0: Uh, Nope.
1: So it doesn't fix anything for you other than you're in a different location. Well, I can't
0: read any better here.
1: So you can't read here No, and you can't... can't read there?
0: No, because you're reading a book and... And, well, never mind. How
1: does me reading a book well, affect because you, you reading you, a book?
0: Because you'll share what your is in your book and distract me from reading. I don't book.
1: always share with you. I
0: know it's an excuse because I get distracted anyway reading a book.
1: So I am more distracting no. than you being at a location where no. there are lots of other people and potentially music playing. No. Okay,
0: let's get it. We're getting into it early now. Okay, restlessness. Right. Your views on. Should I? All right, this?
1: adios. Good weekend. Boom, boom, ba-dum, boom, boom, I don't boom. need you. I have it. You don't
0: need to make it sound if I already well, have it. But I was going to sing. Oh, Why? Go ahead. Why did you
1: just make rules that you can only play that to end the podcast? Go.
0: Sing. Ready?
1: Why are you like that? What do you mean? I've sung when you did that before. Why can't I now? No,
0: you weren't singing. You were you were singing the double bass, which I had covered already.
1: Oh, so you want me to do a different part.
0: If you sang, it'd be different, but you were going boom, ba-dum, boom, which, which is what I was doing.
1: I think you should sing now.
0: Are you, are you mad at me now do i have to <laughs> <laughs> have a great weekend